Hey y'all, welcome to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your spiritual big sis, Sin from Divine Hoops. Join me to spill the hottest spiritual tea about co-creation, Santissima Muerte, readings, healing, and everything else you can think of. I'm here to inspire you and help you tap into your most authentic and divine self. So join me in this walk of life and know that you're not alone in this spiritual awakening. To be in the know or learn more, follow me on Instagram at Divine Hoops. I have also resurfaced my apothecary, which has now been officially moved to divinehoops.com. For more insight, longer episodes, and behind the scenes, make sure to join my Patreon. See y'all soon. Welcome back to Spiritual Talks Podcast, guys, with your host, Divine Hoops. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so sorry. I was supposed to post a couple days ago, and I had my days mixed up, but I'm going to set a reminder. (laughs) And I'm going to post a second podcast episode this weekend because I just want to play catch up with y'all. So let's get started on the announcements to get that out of the way and then get this episode rolling. So this week... um, I am going live every day. I was supposed to be live on TikTok because that's where there's like the most viewers and the more traction, people asking questions. I I enjoy going live on TikTok because it's just like a little hectic energy sometimes. But unfortunately, I got banned yesterday for a week to go on live. <laughs> so I um, I'm going to have to wait till next week or because I'm off the band on the 6th and I won't be available next weekend whatsoever so I'll probably go back on live on TikTok on Monday but I am going live every day on Instagram and I'm trying to do a minimum of four day uh four hours so two hours and two hours this way um if there's any questions to just talk if you guys just need somewhere to vent to do so there as well if you want me to do a walk-in reading while i'm on live we can do that and there's also a different way for you guys to secure spots for spell work um now speaking of spell work i do have some specials going on as well a majority of my love work is half off this weekend and i only have a few spots left those who enter into the specials will be put into a raffle to win a free santa muerte ashtray and of those who have known i used to do resin art so this is part of like my resin art this is made from scratch and i made it so i think that's pretty cool as well also if you book a reading whether that's a dm reading phone call reading um consultation of any sort you will be also placed into a raffle for a free follow-up so the people that are booking right now are actually being entered in that raffle to see if you guys want to do a free follow-up. If those who do not need it or don't want it, it's just going to go to another person. Um, so just to let you guys know, if you guys want to know more about it, just make sure to check our Instagram or even our TikTok. But Instagram is where I have like the most, the most on there, of course. And yeah, if you want to check me out, I will be going live today around 11 a.m., Uh, central time so yeah tune in because yesterday was a whole vibe i went live yesterday morning which was thursday and um i was there from like 8 a.m it was so crazy i went in there early um i went in there at 8 a.m and i was there for a while probably till like 11 30 and then took a break came back um, around two and then yeah finished off around four so I finished all of my readings super early yesterday and I just felt like super anxious I was just like I need to do something with my life um, not at 8 a.m I'm lying because I had a phone call reading at nine so it was like 10 a.m that I had gone on live um, but yeah it's been fun uh, we yesterday we were able to talk about some traumas and how to heal from them and the work that a lot of us are doing to heal from those traumas and i recommended some books and actually um again next weekend i won't be able to do much this week in general it's going to be jam-packed 
uh, with just me doing personal stuff. So that's why I want to get this work done this weekend because I already knew that I'm not going to have the mental space to get things done uh, next week. So the week after that, I'm actually working on doing a book club on Discord for anybody that wants to join. Um, of course, once it's done, I will announce it again and get that rolling. But I've been wanting to do a book club. Um, this is also another way for me to get motivated to finish reading off all the books that I have. And yesterday when I was live, I was telling you know my people that I was really looking forward to doing like maybe like a book club and learn, you know, kind of like help each other learn. And a lot of the girls were like, yeah, let's do it. So I was just like, okay, well, we have to start with a book. And the book of choice right now that we all agreed on was Women Who Run With The Wolves. And if you haven't read that book, oh my God, we'll tap into our Discord <laughs> when I have it available. Because that book is so incredibly good. Um it really gave me a perspective of raising my standards and doing better for myself. And it's so crazy that this book was introduced to me. Um, this is how you know, like, just trigger warning, I'm going to talk about abuse. This is how you know when a motherfucker ain't shit because the way they manipulate you into thinking there's something that they're not the book was introduced to me by my ex i don't even like to claim him side note side note side note i don't understand the excitement that some women like are so happy of claiming these dusties like oh my ex-husband oh my ex baby daddy like super proud like in a proud way of like yeah i got married or like yeah i had his children to me i don't claim 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 i have no association besides having a child with this person who doesn't really be there you know but yeah i don't like that that's some weird shit um Please stop. Like, Jesus, you sound disgusting saying, oh, my ex-husband or my ex-baby daddy. Like, you're really claiming this, motherfucker. Like, chill. Anyways, well, that motherfucker had introduced me to that book. And I remember the first time that I saw it was um, he had a, came by my apartment. And I saw it in his passenger seat just there. And that's how you start noticing motherfuckers manipulating you. Because I, I already, I had an idea. I was like, mm, he's running game. But again, me being naive during this time frame and not having my frontal lobe fully developed, fuck that shit up. <laughs> so he introduced me to that book. And he was like, oh, this book is so great. He used to be like all about reading and like, and then when I tell you guys the books that this motherfucker was reading and then come to find out that these are the master books for manipulation, mm, it all started making sense. So, whatever. He introduced me to it. I loved it. This was during the time that I was extremely lost in, like, my life. And I started rereading again when we actually got together because we were going through such, like, hard turmoil. I didn't get to finish reading the book because I started to realize that I was in a really messed up situation and I was stuck. And when I mean stuck, and I didn't know it then, but I do now, was that I was trauma bonded and I was unable to let go of this person. So that was that. And um, I definitely want to read it again with women who want to elevate and women who really want to proclaim a different energy. You feel me? So, and now especially to that it's a whole different mindset that i'm in i read this book when i was 23 23 24 i'm about to be 30 so i 
definitely am excited to start this book club and get some shit rolling for y'all okay it was fun being on live actually because like i don't really enjoy being live on like instagram because it's not a lot of people tune in and it used to be popping okay but now it's just it's different maybe because i stopped doing it consistently i used to go every fridays but um yeah anyways so last week we basically got into just the solitude of the healing journey of what it is that we really need in our lives and that's truly truly to just be alone stay alone and be with our thoughts when it comes to working with any deity um your ancestors and such santa muerte there's a way to also work with them when it comes to healing and um expanding your horizons and i think that is the most dopest thing that we can do and i don't know if it gets talked about a lot um again yesterday on the live when we were talking about our traumas and such um one of um one of my followers would say you know like he works with santissima to help him heal and i i love that because i don't think a lot of people i don't know if maybe not think outside of the box to do spiritual work to help with a broken heart with depression and anxiety uh because you sure can i'm a walking testament and a lot of us are a walking testament of how we were able to get things moving you know so um i want to talk about that a little bit um i don't think it's going to be a long episode because again i'm I'm probably going to do like a part two working with santa muerte has been just a complete eye-opener i mean i am praying to death i am working really close side to death and i i don't think I, it dawned on me because I, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, those who are devotees, but to me, it was just, it's bigger than death. To me, it, she was, and she is someone who is just the word that comes into mind is magnificent like just grand and just powerful and beautiful and I didn't really see it as like oh well I'm working side to side with death I kind of just didn't see it that way or maybe I did but that wasn't again like that it was bigger than that and now that like I'm hearing a lot of people like talking about it like oh well I work very close to death or I work a side side of death like what do you think my life is going to look like obviously if I'm consistent and you know in my work basically saying like I don't fear death I work with death and it dawned on me I don't know what I was listening to I think I was listening to the Bossy Bruja podcast that like she she made a comment about working close to death and not being afraid to die. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So it, it planted another seed into the connection that I've always had with Santissima Muerte before I even knew I had it. Um, my life from growing up, I didn't think I was going to see my life past the age of 25. I was just unable to see my life past that age. For whatever reason, I felt like death was upon me, that I was going to die, and I just wasn't going to make it. And I don't know where that came from. I'm even now talking about it out loud because I don't think I've talked about this with 
I, I have, but I don't think in this mindset that I have now, of course. So looking back, even when I was uh, dating um, someone who we were planning on marriage and kids and etc. Like we even had like a whole system of how to do college funds for the kids because we wanted to have multiple kids. And this was back when I was still young, but I was very much in love with this person. So it made sense for us to kind of come up with the plan. But even then, like, as I would talk to him about it, I would always think, like, I won't, I won't be here to enjoy, like, my marriage. I won't be here to enjoy my children because I don't see me past the age of 25. Like, it was weird. So once I started getting closer and closer to that age, I was extremely, like, I was nervous because I'm just like, it's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. And not that I was manifesting it, but it was something in me that, like, just felt like I, I just wasn't going to make it. Long story short, obviously I've talked about, like, you know, being lost during this time frame. But I was, um, I was only 23, 23, 24. Actually, I was 24 going on 25 when I was going through, like, my my spiritual like breakthrough like a horrendous breakthrough at 25 i actually got into a really rowdy rowdy like car accident in the beginning of that year it was literally i believe it was january 9th 2019 2020 no 2019 hold on yeah 2019 and I was already, I believe I was 25 already. Yeah, I was 25. So when that accident was happening, because my car flipped multiple times, like flipped, 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 flipped. I was conscious enough that when it was happening, the sound of it and all I could see was trees. I just closed my eyes and I accepted it. I was just like, this is my time. Like, it's my time to go. It's my time to go. Like, I was just extremely acceptive of, like, this is happening. Like, I'm accepting it. It is what it is. And, you know, some people say, like, oh, my life flashed right through my eyes. And, like, going through, like, an old, like a death experience. I didn't have that. I just kind of went blank. Like, white. White all around me. And now I believe that that white that I was seeing when I had closed my eyes was actually in an angelic protection because I truly believe somebody, my spirit guides, my ancestors, shoot, even Santissima, um, because I wasn't a devotee quite yet during this time, not until a few months after, which is also crazy. And yeah, nothing happened to me. I mean, the car was completely totaled, but I walked out of there without a scratch on myself, uh, no pain, nothing, not even a broken nail, like nothing. Even the, par- the, the paramedics and the police officers were like, you're extremely lucky. Like even when I went to like to get a CT and like when I was with the doctors and everything and they're like you're so lucky like nothing happened to you you don't even have a single scratch the only thing that i had was like a little bit of like my chest hurting but that was because of the seatbelt. so wild right after that like i was i had ptsd from driving i still kind of have a little bit of ptsd when i'm driving um especially when i'm turning like corners and such oof but it's so crazy to me because to me, it made sense. I was 25. I had gone into a, this car wreck and I, I should have died because of how horrendous this um, car accident was. Nobody else got hurt. It was just my car. My car just lost control and I flipped uh, multiple freaking times. So to me, I, I think during this time frame of like, quote unquote, not quote unquote, but like surviving this car wreck, I was extremely depressed because I'm like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I should have died. And I kept saying that for a long time. And again, age of 25. And then what happens is that I meet my abuse, abusive ex 
during this time frame which again i believe i am going to die because of how abusive and careless he was when he would argue with me and around the children so i just felt like it made sense and then i made it to 26 pregnant um so i'm just like okay well maybe something's gonna happen so i always had this fear of like something is going to happen but then i had talked to my best friend about it because i was like in my chart and my birth chart it shows like the symbol of like the degree of possible death like this degree in astrology if you have it it's most likely because of death and then the house that it was placed in is the house of like transformation and then the sign that is on like it's on it's scorpio so it's just like it gave all the signs of a death right and she was just like santa muerte she's like you started working with santa muerte during this time frame and i was just like mind blown because i was just like my best friend knows astrology and tarot and all of this because of me so she was just like that's what i thought about so i love that like her being an outsider looking in and knowing the little bit that i've taught her she kind of like reeled it back in and she's just like that makes sense that you may have like death in your chart because you work with death when i tell you that santa muerte was my rebirth it just makes so much sense to why like i never was fearful of death why i was anticipating death was because i was anticipating her homecoming (laughs) and i don't know i i feel like a lot of devotees why we go as hard as we do with her is because um we know we know what it feels like to feel like there's no purpose for us out here and um i'm gonna get emotional but her giving us a reminder and a bigger purpose for our lives is what helps us be so dedicated and um help us grow healing with her has been um extraordinary and uh painful because you know healing is painful no matter who you're working with but she's she's done a hell of a job to like make sure that like you're not alone that's why it's so crazy to me that people abandon her because how how dare you especially people that have depression especially people that like that need it you know like i i don't understand it could never be me especially because these people i i see them struggling i see them struggling with their weight i see them struggling with their mental health i see them just shit going downhill for them so i i don't get it the healing work that i've done with her again i think all was unintentional unintentional in the beginning because like i've said before getting to know her and just talking to her lighting candles whatever to make that relationship stronger is what's going to help now um before i started uh becoming a santa muerte devotee my candles of choice would always be like my third eye my dream work because i dream a lot so i always knew that my dreams were bigger than i would ever imagine and um protection so those were the main three that i would always do money burns and stuff like that didn't come until like after like after working with santa muerte and getting to know her i started doing money burns to see just like how it would be doing small things like that i think as well can also help because the third eye enhances your intuition of course so having been being able to listen to your intuition and if you're a person that dreams like has vivid dreams doing dream work as well there's a dream ritual that i've been doing for 
I maybe I want to say seven years now and it's so effective because it literally helps you heal even within your dreams and then there's just more work to do like when it comes to healing like it's never linear but when you have a spirit guide like Santa Muerte that can help you and guide you through literally everything in your life that's why she has different robes um, and you have to think about that too like oh what are the different robes and she comes in different ways she looks different you know um, her Aztec form her pregnant form her in, in El Caballo her sitting down her standing up her with wings her you know it, it's just so many different layers to her and um, I think it's beautiful and I talked about how, like, I had that pull again of, like, she wanted me to work with somebody. Well, lo and behold, it was my ancestors. So not, like, other deities, but, like, my ancestors. So I started to rework with them because, quite honestly, I've been so consumed with just working with Santa Muerte that, I mean, I always had my, my ancestors in the altar, but I wouldn't do work with them. And she led me to like hey you need to get back to getting to your ancestors we need to have your spirit team really prepared and ready to go for whatever that it is that we need protection etc etc especially more so to help baby girl so i started working with my ancestors again and that's what it was like i don't have that itchiness anymore of like oh my god i need to work with somebody else like she's pushing me to do something no it was that and with my ancestors, because my ancestors are Catholic, very, very Catholic um, faith, I started, you know, with the Catholic saints and, you know, putting them in their altar, especially um, my grandma. My grandmother was uh, a catechism teacher and everything. So I'm able to do that. And of course, with Santissima's permission, because I don't want to disrespect or show any sort of like they're taking over, you know. So um, I was able to get Saint Michael and um, I think it was Saint Alexander to be uh, prepped up in the altar and it went great. Um, we've had great results. We have great energy right now. Uh, we literally just clear some heavy 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 energy that was going on in the house um, i'm not sure what, what what it was but some palo santo and some prayer helped and removed whatever the fuck it was that like my daughter wasn't able to sleep for the past week and a half um but we finally had a good night's sleep because of that so and this dip like things like that she's able to help you and guide you into just doing better for yourself and it's wanting to do better for yourself um yeah man i don't know i think working with death and being so close to death is the ultimate protection from just about anything and again it's just so weird because i i get it like but i never not never but i didn't i saw past that's what it is i saw past Santa Muerte being a school. Ooh, I just got the chills. Because she's so much more than that. Like, I'm looking right now, right on my statues, and I'm just like, I know you're a school. <laughs> like, obviously, I have had so many statues, and to me is the energy, to me is the relationship, for me is the connection, for me is just plain and simple just her and it, it makes sense it really does when you honor and respect such such strong deity to the point that you know people talk so badly to me i've always said if they talk really bad about someone or something it's because that someone or something has a lot of power and the people that are talking shit are the ones that are powerless so it makes sense to why people always uh, talk down on her and degrade her because she carries such power that people fear that, you know, like they fear the unknown of like, well, how is it that 
she has so much power like she must be working with the devil and it's just like i don't even i the devil don't even got shit on her like it's just that's just what it is because you can keep trying through shit my way anybody's way that is the true santa Marta devotee and best best believe like she's gonna take care of it and then some she always takes care of it what i would recommend if you're right now trying to heal from anything any traumatic experiences um what i started doing was doing jar work um so i had done a healing jar spell and that helped for a little bit of course because not especially the trauma that i had endured then i started doing more of um self-love self-love and then i have my queen of wands energy my queen of wands is orange so able to give me motivation and such so i was doing consistent work like i mentioned yesterday when i was on live i had stopped doing so much healing because i was just exhausted like i was so fed up of constantly every week having to heal from something because i started remembering something else and i started getting triggered about something else and i started thinking like how could he and you know like it was a lot of the cycles that i was going through and it wasn't even so much of him either i was healing from another woman betraying me and feeling like where is the fucking loyalty like that's what i wanted to talk about as well was the lack of fucking loyalty that we have nowadays and i think it's been going on for fucking ever but since we're talking about healing and you know you kind of try to pinpoint like well how can i heal from this when you're going through that healing like healing journey anybody that knows it and knows how grimy and how just fuck like how fucked up it is to heal you start to pinpoint like okay so what is triggering what triggered that where is that coming from so you literally have to dissect your your pain which is why healing is so i want to say dirty that's the word that's coming up for me like it's so dirty it's so intense and it's not this beautiful thing that it's being put out on like social media like oh yes bubble baths and um, meditating that shit is just to fucking keep you sane like because you're going through so much darkness that doing a spiritual bath with some fucking bubbles and rose petals and doing some meditation is just so you don't lose your goddamn mind (laughs) like let's be real (laughs) so when it comes to that like for me myself like what i found even more disgusting that a bitch a bitch no a, a bitch because if you know that a man is married or if you know a man is involved if you know a man is expecting a child with somebody or if you know that this uh, man just has somebody in their life and you are so desperate for love and um desperate to make whatever illusions in your head happen that you get involved with this man that to the point that you are causing emotional trauma to this person you become an abuser you become an enabler but even worse you become an abuser so for you to stoop that low because now you have caused a traumatic event in this woman's life in this person's life where you're gonna have that person second guessing any feminine energy that comes their way because you were feminine you were a woman and you betrayed your own fucking kind and i know men also be like that but men have a stronger fucking guy code than women have girl code and that's just from experience of what i've seen i'm a girl's girl I I wouldn't I I have a story for that but a side note like that's what really fucked me up too that the fact that this low life desperate person was so incredibly stupid and I am showing 
evidence of his abuse of him being malicious but of course by this point the fucked up person and the main main abuser had already smeared campaign and made me look crazy and made it seem that like he was just a hurt little fucking boy because in reality all those abusers all those narcissists are just hurting from their little boy um little how was it boyhood that's gonna sound really weird from their childhood and those who abuse and hurt women and are serial cheaters whether that's emotionally or physically or whatever they just cannot be happy with a woman nine times out of ten they're fucking gay and i already know um, that's another that's another story let me not get sidetracked but yeah like that's just the loyalty there's no fucking loyalty there's no loyalty and i've heard so many stories of women of going through the same shit that i went through or similar to the stories that i went through and it breaks my fucking heart because when is it gonna end i was literally thinking that i was listening to a podcast and i again i was it I think it was, it was Bossy Bruja's podcast, the last the last episode that she had posted because she doesn't post as much anymore, but she had posted a new one and it's called The Boy Is Yours, I believe. And she's talking about how her, her ex-husband was abusive as fuck and now he's, getting, he's involved with like other women and he's basically being just abusive as well. And I'm just thinking, like, when is the fucking abuse going to end? I mean, that's a whole different topic of, like, when is when are men going to fucking stop being abusive? But when are men going to stop fucking cheating? And to me, it's like when women start respecting girl code. When women start becoming for women and not in competition with women and not feeling so desperate for the validation of men. So this cycle is going to keep fucking repeating because these women that in reality they need some healing to do from their childhood and maybe even their ex-partners but it all comes down it all boils down to their childhood we are going to be having these same stories because women are so some women are so hurt from whatever they went through that they become pick me girls that they become you know so desperate for validation or wanting to show out for these men and then they can sit here and be like i'm not doing it for that i'm not doing it for that the audacity that this woman even has to try to cuss me out the audacity that this person has the audacity to try to be like ha ha i got your man and it's just like bitch you get him how you lose him it's like i know your frontal lobe is not fully developed right now but watch out because once you start realizing that this abuser is going to be an abuser no matter who he's with especially if he just jumped from one person to another and then you also became an abuser you have a lot of karma to reap and not only that your life is never going to be smooth not only that if you have children that karma and that hurt and all that pain is going to go to them like let's be fucking real all that hurt and all that fucking pain at least i'm doing something about it at least i am working with my deities and my ancestors and my spirit time my spirit team and my angels and you know but it fucking sucks like it really really does that a lot of women can sit here and relate with my story my aunt um had told me when this whole breakup was happening was like you're not going to be the first and you're not going to be the last and it really didn't dawn on me until a couple months ago when I was, you know, going to therapy. And my therapist had, you know, validated what I was going through. And when I had told her, like, oh, the mistress even said, like, what well, it was your decision to do something very traumatic. My decision was based off on his actions and her involvement. And my therapist had said, you know, unfortunately... It happens to a lot of women and it fucking dawned on me and i'm just like bro like aren't we sick and tired of this like and that's also why i think 
men right now are in this like oh my god like you're just dating for money or you're just like doing x y and z because you're hurt you're bitter and it's just like no because y'all ain't shit and then y'all pick women to cheat on us with who are who ain't shit either like so we have double the fucking pain we did not just get betrayed by the male species who we are you know we cater to and we try to be this actually most of us try to be fucking mothers to these dusties because they have mommy issues not only that you betrayed us with somebody who's possibly younger who hasn't had their fucking frontal lobe developed so that's why they're easier to fucking manipulate when they cheat with somebody younger and when they cheat with a white girl baby 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 especially a black man if a black man cheats on you with a white girl (laughs) oh my god baby if you're that white girl you're about to endure pain times 10 because you think his ancestors are happy about that shit no matter what the fuck he's telling you you think that (laughs) okay 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 but yeah we just encountered pain from both like both species one that was supposed to be our sisters one that's supposed to be like hey girl i just found out that your man ain't shit like what you want to do about it come into unity to fuck this person up for having the audacity to disrespect you and abuse you instead you become a fucking abuser too wild could never be me could never be me i literally just found out that one of my sneaky links i don't want to call it sneaky links because who the fuck calls people sneaky links nowadays somebody who was in my roster um and this person has been in my life for many 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 moons okay so i thought we had some sort of respect for one another um i just found out and bitch i'm telling you when you sleep with a witch do you really think she's not gonna know everything about you that's another fair warning to any man that is sleeping with a woman who (laughs) who practices this woman is going to dream about you and is going to know secrets about you that you're withholding okay be mindful I literally after I saw him something was fucking off by the next day I was like something is not right something's not right and come to find out I had I had lit first of all I don't light candles for the men that I'm involved with I have so much more respect if you're not with it you're not with it I'm not doing that I don't light candles to try to dominate anybody to try to like do like do amares none of that i don't do none of that shit i don't no no ma'am i let things run its course the way that they're meant to okay but i lit a candle for this man because i'm like something is not right that candle burned within two days this was a seven day candle and the way that it was just burning and everything i was just like he has a girlfriend and he didn't fucking tell me and you know i did my little snooping around my research and yeah he went back with his ex which is fine i was there to help him through a lot of the situation with her and again it's just be fucking for real be fucking honest because you walk into my doors and you walk out of my doors i'm going to know some shit about you and whether or not you like it like that's just on you but if you're not being real so i cut him off because i was just like that's foul as fuck that's shady as shit that first of all you didn't give me a heads up to be like hey by the way i'm working things out with old girl or i'm back with old girl and then let that be my decision of whether or not you are welcome back or we should continue this at all but because he already knows that like i'm not with that bullshit i think that's why he didn't tell me but that's even more fucking foul you know so i don't play that shit i don't play that shit i don't play that shit 
and y'all shouldn't either like why why are you guys like oh my god he chose me over his wife he chose me over his baby mama like baby go heal go talk to your daddy go talk to your mama if she's alive like go like that's not cute and it just fucking sucks that a lot of women are like that it sucks it sucks it sucks it sucks that it you know it just fucking sucks anyways (laughs) i don't want to get into this rampage but i really wanted to talk about this last episode but i was just like i'm just gonna keep it for next episode because i i know i know something else is gonna happen in the midst of this to make a connection to it and then i listened to bossy bruja's podcast and she was talking about the same thing i was just like fucking green light it's time for me to talk about it too like because even though we're spiritual people we still go through regular human experience and i think a lot of people get like thrown off when we do talk about like this type of ordeal like cheating and betrayal because it's a human experience and it if it sucks but but because I work with Santa Muerte, do you think if you work with Santa Muerte, if you work with somebody, you're, you know, you're strong, excuse me, strong in faith with your deities, your ancestors, and you're consistent with your work, do you really think it's not going to go, it's going to go unpaid, like what you just went through? Like, no, those people are going to endure some shit too. And that's up to them whether or not, you know, pay the price yeah i don't play about my peace and i don't play about that like i believe and i can say this you know i also was searching for validation from men for a long period of time and that's again because i had a lot of trauma from my childhood but the moment that i started to realize it and you know what is so crazy that i became such a pick me girl when I was with my ex abuser like he made me feel like I was in competition with other women and I can't tell you exactly how he did that but it was molded over time just how manipulation happens it doesn't happen right away they're so sweet they're amazing they feed you this fantasy world and such and essentially you start to realize like this this isn't even how I think I believe was because he pinned me against his ex baby mama and made me feel like well she was a feminist and she was all about like this and that and we had issues like you know we we have a role to play in this life and like convinced me very much so to be domesticated and I mean, and I don't mind being a housewife, but if I'm not being taken care of, like, I was a housewife, but uh, a broke. Like, how? How? Like, I had to raise my business the way that I did to able to help his children, one who wasn't even mine, to raise them and feed them and make sure they were good. Meanwhile, he was out there doing gay shit. I don't fucking know. You know, like... But being molded into being a pygmy girl, like, I was so disgusted when I started to realize, like, oh, my God, I was not a girl for girls during this time. Like, I was just in competition because he made me feel like I had to be in competition with other women. Like, it was really weird. He never uplifted me to be uplifted with others. Like, and when I had met this man, he had a shit ton of women friends, okay, quote, unquote. Like, I mean, a shit ton. And... Once we got together, he stopped talking to them publicly or in front of me or at all. And I had asked them before, like, if there were people that you were fucking or you were interested in, that, that that's really foul. And for him, it was just denied, denied, denied. So from a very, very, very beginning, he started molding me. And I think that's why I say that I find it so messed up that when you start to realize the abuse that you experienced was because you were being molded. You were being brainwashed you were being you know molded into something that they wanted you to be and it just it's just not right it's not love 
um, I had literally talked to his ex uh, baby mama the other day and she was just like I was hoping that at least with him he would at least with me he would it would have been genuine love and it's just like baby <laughs> and I understand because I told her I was like I honestly would want to feel like it was genuine love with me too but it was never with you it was never with the other three women that he was involved with that we know of like it was never love because every woman that i've talked to that was involved with this person had the same similar experiences so that man was never genuinely in love he was just abusing and using and discarding us like it was just as that whether for her experience wasn't that he left her it was more so that he was just never going to step up and that was his abuse towards her so i had to tell her like no and you shouldn't have to brag about like y'all's relationship and how much he did because the whole entire time he was manipulating you so if you're still not seeing that it was manipulation and it was abuse then maybe you do have some more healing to do from this person because i when i had talked to her last year as well she was just like oh my god like you healed so much like more than i have ever done healing in the past 10 years for me i had no choice i have no choice i've had i have my daughter I had to heal for my daughter. I had to push myself for my daughter. Um, I also, you know, was carrying another seed in me. So there was a lot of things that I had no choice on doing. So um, I know that a lot of us who may still be distracted from healing or jumped into another relationship during this time and they can say like, well, I'm over it. You can be over somebody, but it doesn't mean that you're healed from that person. So I highly suggest to be in solitude for a long period of time where there isn't alcohol involved there isn't drugs involved there isn't going out every weekend or every day where there isn't bad choices that you need to make but instead you're sitting in your shit sober alone and just thinking of what you need to do fucking crying if you need to losing your goddamn mind but being grounded and during this time is when you do need a therapist is when you do need to find the people that you can call and they will be genuinely to help you because when you go through these moments of solitude of loneliness is where you know a lot of darkness comes into play and again like i've heard last time i don't know what celebrity it was that they said that like you know some people are just not meant to be alone after a traumatic experience but now what you're doing is dump like trauma dumping to that other person and that's definitely unfair that's so unfair for that person to experience the pain and the sorrows and the trauma that you have endured and you are selfish enough to carry that to them without wanting to heal by yourself it's unfair it's unfair to bring somebody like that because then you sit there and wonder there's so much a person can take and they keep you know trying to help you and help you and help you and if you're not trying to help yourself then they can be pushed to the edge of like mistreating you as well or cheating on you or just getting tired of the whole relationship losing that damn spark because the relationship is not something to put a band-aid over a relationship is to grow and to start a, a bigger foundation a relationship is not to heal you from your traumas a relationship is not to just be there whenever you are needing to cry about your what your ex did that's just that's not right that's trauma bonding and again relationship is so much bigger than that and it's not to say that you need to be 100 healed when you're jumping into a new relationship but you definitely need to be at least aware of this like what you need to be doing like for me for example i've been single now for a year and a half right and <clears throat> wow yeah it has been a year and a half for me personally i i wouldn't want to get into a relationship with anybody right now right now i am in the state of mind where like i i'm open to having something with somebody but at the same time like i want them to be in their cues as well so it's different for me i think i would be a little bit prepared to do so but i've been so comfortable with again just focusing on myself my money my peas and my daughter that like bringing somebody else in they have to be in addition to my situation to my equation they have to be positive they have to add more peace they have to add more money they have to add more love for my daughter as well because if not then then what are we doing because i worked so damn hard to get here i was alone and i was you know having my fun whatever but at the end of the day my main focus and my main goals have all been checked off my list and i'm you know it's just you gotta be alone you gotta be in your solitude you gotta sit in your own shit but at the same time you gotta get an anchor 
and the hold of things because yeah reality of it sucks some of us really try to hold on to this man for dear life to make the family work or hold on to this dear man because oh my god you put so much time and dedication and you know put your soul into this fucking person but why do all of that if they are not giving you that same fucking energy instead redirect all that energy to yourself because in reality you're giving you're giving you're giving you're giving you're giving and you're not receiving so you're losing it's a losing game it's a losing game and i know that a lot of women already know the answer to this and to just leave to walk away but it's easier said than done i know i know i fucking know i've been there for me if this man didn't dog me out the way that he fucking dogged me out i would have still been a dumb bitch and stuck around why because i was comfortable with the abuse not comfortable with the abuse i don't want to say comfortable but i was used to the abuse i was used to being um just there you know i would have stuck around and that's why like i beat myself up i'm like oh my god i should have had an exit plan i should have you know suck it up for a few months and saved up and got the kids out and you know did more whatever i should have done more i should have done more but for me i think the first thing that i had told him when i found out that he was doing all this fucking fuck shit was just like you finally freed me i am finally free i am free i am free i am free and i remember just repeating that over and over and over and over again and just crying by the fact that i was free due to the fact that he abused me even more and now i was being abused by somebody else as well but that was the only way that I was able to get out. The fucking couples therapy wasn't fucking helping. The wanting to reconnecting him with uh, friends because he was so quote unquote his bitch ass was so goddamn lonely that I'm over here searching for fucking friends from his high school to come and fucking save him. Like I'm looking for men to save this man. So please don't tell me that this is not the gayest shit that you could possibly fucking heard. Because how is it that we're I'm, I'm going through this biggest extent and this man is still dogging me out. So if this man is still dogging you out, best believe that he's going to continue doing so so the best course of action is to just fucking leave stonewall them you have children with them i fucking know i have my child and i am doing the best of my abilities to keep her safe to keep us like sane but there's a will there's a way there is no necessary of finding excuses for other people but what you need to do is save yourself and heal from it and sit in your shit be with santa muerte be with your ancestors be whomever you pray to to give you that solitude especially santa muerte santa muerte she does not like women getting hurt she does not do well with abusers she doesn't she just doesn't and if you want to know the answers the answers will be proven to you and i've talked about this story before that two days before finding out all this bs i had lit a candle i got on my knees and i begged her to show me the truth i was ready for the truth just show me the truth i am tired and she did she showed it all and that is also why i i acted so incredibly quickly because she gave me the information right away showed me everything everything clear as day so again i mean don't ask questions you don't want the answers to that's just like don't go stooping around if you don't want to find some shit but when it comes to santa muerte and you're wanting her to give you clarity is my husband cheating on me is this gonna last and you just want to hear what you want to hear that's not how that's not that's not gonna work you need to hear the real truth the truth of healing fucking sucks sorry for going in that seven minute rampage but i just felt like that needed to be said a lot of us women can relate to that and men too i don't want to just say women but i'm speaking for my ladies okay i i'm an advocate for my ladies and um highly recommend to do some healing because i mean it's hot girl summer i get it but it's also a hot girl healing summer okay so get some shit moving get some get get the ball rolling you know again i will come back and do another uh, i think i'm gonna do a reading for y'all uh just like the angel message so 
If that helped, let me know. For this episode, if you share it and tag us yet again, um, I'm going to be raffling off a consultation. So to do a reading of such to see if there's any work that we need to do or what can we do, any sort of tips and advice. So stick around for the next one. And again, you have that power. You got to just be comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's the only way to get through things, you know? Make sure to come and check me out live on Instagram because I'll be there and I hope to see y'all there as well. Bye. Thank you.